The views and opinions expressed on Lifeguards Off-Duty are those of its hosts and guests exclusively. They do not represent any entity, organization, or municipality. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Michael Katchmar. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sean. And this is Lifeguards Off-Duty with Dr. Michael Katchmar, the Jersey Shore number one lifeguard-themed video podcast. Watch us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook Live. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever streaming service you prefer. If you would like to contact us, send an email to drkatchmar at icloud.com. Follow us on Instagram at lg.association. All right, let's get started. Let's start the show. Let's do it. seconds hello everyone this is dr michael Katchmar. uh welcome to lifeguards off duty with dr michael Katchmar. today's date is the uh what's today's date the uh 3rd of uh january 3rd the uh, year of our lord 2023 wow i can't believe it's 2023 the new year yeah so uh we have uh tyler hey hey tyler thanks how's it going everybody tyler's here and we have uh, sean hello sean and uh everybody i hope everybody had a great christmas and new year's uh, I know uh, I probably ate too much and drank too much, like everybody else did. But we've had great weather, really. It's beautiful. I, uh, I you know, I've been riding my bike. I've been uh, doing the boards, so it was really beautiful out there. Today was really, really nice and warm. So we're lucky. Um, so, what do you guys want to start with today? What do you? Well, you speaking of weather, there's like a big storm in California coming, coming up. up, right? What's the deal with that, Sean? Uh, the it's just a big storm coming up. I don't know the exact signs behind it, but the uh, Sierra. Mountains are going to have the most snowfall or most snowpack uh, in 10 years. So this is from the L.A. Times. Uh, brutal, life-threatening, atmospheric river hitting California. Uh, Catch, what do you know about atmospheric rivers? I think this is coming yeah. tomorrow. This is coming tomorrow? Like on Wednesday. So uh, the L.A. Times. Uh, California will be hit by what National Weather Service officials call life-threatening rain event beginning Wednesday. Uh, quote, to put it simply, this will likely be one of the most impactful systems on a widespread scale that this meteorologist has seen in a long while, the NWS said in a forecast for Northern California. The impacts will include widespread flooding, roads washing out, hillsides collapsing, trees down, widespread power outages, immediate disruption to commerce, and worst of all, likely loss to human life. I was a truly brutal system. I was under the impression lifeguard uh, California was really dry. So you think this that's just the uh, the coast, dry land, northern coast. So well, I, I could tell I don't know much about it, but I, I could tell you, the southern part of you know south down uh, towards Mexico, storms start there during the hurricane season. They start there just like they start off of the uh, uh, African coast. So you have really brutal storms, but they usually go from from uh, the the coast of California and then they go. Towards out. Hawaii, so they go the opposite. They go uh, storms here, you know, like our hurricanes. They, they're they're doing the same way. They're coming from the uh, the, the uh, Africa. They come across and they go up. So they're going from east to west. That's you know with the with the tropical storms. And over there, they're going from same thing, basically the coast of California, and they're going out. Uh, here's a picture here: strong winds and spring. But this is I don't know if this is something different where it retrograded in. You know, it started south. I don't I didn't look into this, but most of the I know the, I know the northeast. They get these storms coming off of Canada, um, uh, um, not Canada, yeah, Canada, but um, uh, uh, Alaska. 
So it might be something there, or it could be go 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 back up again. Let me see. No, no, the other one. You just had the other one. Go down. Southern Bay area. It, right here, right here, right here. So you see this here now. Where so that might be a storm that built up off of uh, uh, what part of? Uh, so this is uh, where is this at here? We're looking at a map right now, and this is uh, uh, showing where the storm uh, starts. So I know there's been there's hurricanes that start off the coast. Uh, southern coast of California and and down in, into Mexico and people have gotten really injured. So this might be part of that. I don't know, but it's the it's not the hurricane season though right now. No, you know, uh, and it said there was a uh, record rainstorm over the weekend as well. Yeah. So anyway, well we we it's sad. You know, it's it's tough. Weather's tough. I mean, look at Florida and uh, uh, you know we, we the Caribbean. I, I mean, I could go on and on and on. So we, yeah. we our prayers go out to those people. Hope everything's okay, but. It's going to be rough out there. Yeah, uh, we were so we were looking into um, just like record storms, and uh, we were looking at the blizzard of 1978. What do you remember about that? Uh, I don't remember the blizzard. I remember the the, the hurricane of '76. Um, uh, uh, it was really bad. It came. It came 50 miles just shy of uh, New Jersey uh-huh. and it was uh it was really bad it re- it beat that it actually uh really beat up the coast it really hurt the coast of New Jersey pretty bad that was I, that was before Sandy that was a storm that was the worst until I seen Sandy so I would say that Sandy uh, topped that so but blizzards I don't remember I mean I've been around I just can't remember the blizzards you know Can they, you hand me that keyboard catch so blizzards are uh you know pretty bad but anyway uh well so I know. got a list here of the biggest winters, biggest winter snowstorms in history, ten biggest snowstorms of all time. Let's go through them. So, let's see, the Great Blizzard of eighteen eighty eight, northeastern United States. Wow, snowdrifts of thirty to forty feet. Storm was so massive it covered the entire northeastern United States from New England to Chesapeake Bay, including major metropolitan areas. 400 people died during the storm. More than 400 people died during the storm. Let me just look at the uh, mouse real quick. Did you, I just want to check. Make sure that you, you went and put the... Um, the uh, screen share? Uh, the the uh, um, volume, the sound. I you, already, you, yeah, okay. I took care of it. So go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. So go ahead. <laughs> well, I, want, yeah. I don't want to have our, our, our YouTube video. Uh, no, storm like. of the Century in 1993, Eastern United States. You got to remember this one. In 93, an early March storm surged up the east coast in the United States, unleashing snow and wind on a wider area than any other snowstorm in recorded history. Let's see. 60 inches. Wow. Uh, Wow. Records in South Alabama, Tennessee, Asheville, North Carolina. Mount Leconte, Tennessee, received 60 inches of snow. That is wild. Uh, you know, I, I negative twelve in Burlington, Vermont, during that storm. You know, we've had some big snowstorms. I remember, you know, quite a few of them. But um, well, look at that. That sky looks nasty right there. Whoa. Mount Shasta, California, nineteen fifty nine. Yeah, uh, you know, the Buffalo has always gotten a lot of snow to get the uh, lake effect. Listen and to this. What's that? Between the thirteenth and the nineteenth of February, nineteen fifty nine. 15.7 feet of snow fell on Mount Shasta. Yeah. Most snow to ever fall during one continuous snowstorm in North America to that date. 
a record held until the early 1990s. <coughs> now look at That's the cloud. Insane. Look at the cloud around that thing. Look at that. <laughs> it looks like a nuclear weapon blew up. That's For people you, on you Spotify, think the, you, you think it's the cloud or you think it's snow? What do you mm. think? That's a pile of snow? Oh, no, no, that's that's the clouds. That's the clouds. I, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm also no, no, <laughs> no, no. That was. Listen, we yeah, I yeah. It, this is human nature, you know. I mean, you you're gonna you're gonna have ten thousand years from now, you're gonna have an ice age, guaranteed. It's no doubt about it. There's the because um, uh, of because of global because of man-made no, global no, warming. No, 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 no. Guys, has nothing to do with that. It, there's a there's if you if you look there's um I can't think of there's a formula. It's called a something um, rotation. The Earth rotates. It's it's predictable. It's every ten thousand uh, years. The Earth rotates around the Sun. The Sun rotates. We're uh, talking about the precession of the equinox. Yeah, you, you're going to have a, 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 a you will no matter what we do. Or the big year, I think they call no, it. No, no, no. It's it's it's, it's um, winter the, is coming. So what happens is the the world the the uh, um, the angle Earth, of the Earth changes. The angle of the Earth changes over time. The Spin because it's, it goes around. Then there's an oblique um, uh, turn. There's a, there's a term for it. Makovich, there it is. Malankovich Orbital cycles, cycles and yeah. their rolls. And, or, so that he predicted, and, and it's, it's going to happen. No matter what we do, we're going to go into an ice age. Now, the question is, will we be able to control our weather? Unless we do something, now I'm not talking about carbon emissions. I'm talking about actually you know, stopping hurricanes and stuff like that. You're going to go into this. This is a 100-year cycle. They said we're probably 10 anywhere between 10 and 30 years, 10,000 to 30,000 years out. So we will have an ice age. I thought you New- just guaranteed one in 10,000. Now it's going to be 30, No, no. I, well, they said between 10 and 30. Sometime, but it doesn't matter. You could read this. This is, you know, fact. Fact, fact. There's not- this, is, this, is not, this is theory. This is no, this is not theory. This is no, no, theory. it's not theory. Is- <laughs> no, it's not theory. Gravity is a theory. Catch uh, well, listen, I can tell you, you want to say it's theory, but I, there's something that's affecting it. And if you jump off a building, you're going to hit the ground and you could be dead as dead, whether or not there's gravity or not. This, they've done cores. They've shown that there's been a cycle of, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, ice ages. So no matter what we do, we will have an ice age. We I, be I right. believe in the concept of long seasons of like, ex- yeah, the rotation of the earth changes over time, that, thousands of years. That does make sense. I'm not so disclaiming Mala- that. Malakovich calculated that ice ages occur approximately every 41,000 years. Subsequent research confirms they did occur at 41,000 years, year intervals between one and three million years ago. But about 800,000 years ago, the cycle of ice ages lengthened. Yes. To one hundred thousand years, matching Earth's eccentricity, eccentricity cycle. While various theories have been proposed to explain this transition, scientists do not yet have a clear answer. His work was supported by other researchers of his time, and he authored numerous publications on his hypothesis. Mm. Right. So, when you was know, this? when uh, when, when was he when was he uh, doing this research? Oh, quite a while, a long time ago. But but here's the deal. It will arch, you know, we will, we will go into an ice age, uh, within, you know, whatever the time frame is. Uh, that's why it's not a bad idea to, you know, Elon Musk talks about going to another planet, uh, you know, and having a, having something there. Uh, but, but, you know, I mean, if that's the case, it'll happen slow and hopefully it'll happen slow. Uh, uh, there's one movie where it happens real fast, you know, but if it happens slow, the, uh, the day after tomorrow. Yeah. That's I mean, if it, ha- if it happens slow, uh, it, you know, it'll just move South. You know, it was a really good movie. I just watched. It was called Obli- obliteration with, um, 
Uh, Tom Cruise. Uh, it's not what's that. It's not called that. No, it's what's I've it? Seen it. Um, what's Oblivion. it called? <coughs> Oblivion. Oblivion. That was a good movie. Yeah, what's yeah, your yeah, favorite yeah. like Doomsday movie? Mine might be The Day After Tomorrow. Or I like the Keanu Reeves one. All right. Well, don't go down a rabbit hole. Let's finish with this here. So what do you? So the man, the man, the Earth stood still. The day right, the right. Earth stood still. The day the Earth stood still. Yeah. Right, so the, you know what else is good? Um, that the was one, <laughs> the one with Will Smith. I am Legend. Oh, but yeah. is that or is that more a zombie movie or a vampire movie? No, it's a virus. But they, everybody, everybody who's left were. But they're kind of like vampires, yeah, yeah, though, yeah. right? Cash, you know the the original of uh, the day the Earth stood still is like a bit biblical. How like the alien? It was taken out of the original like 1950s film. The woman who made friends with um, Verada Nick too, the main no, the, the main alien no. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. The, know. They, they got the the girls asking the alien monster like they're because they're reviving. Uh, Barada Niktu, the, the main alien. And, like, they basically say, like, they harness the power of life. That sounds, like, really close to uh, Nosferatu or Nesferatu. It's like the Klata Barada Niktu or something is the... And isn't it, like, that they kidnap the kids and they, they're, like, taking them to, like, start humanity yeah, again? again? That's, like, and they only, they only take a few kids, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, um, that's nice. Maybe that's, <laughs> if you were, maybe that's <laughs> happening in California. So let me get back. Go back to your your orbit. So, All he so wants to talk about his climate. No, but but now. you but you know the when you had the last ice age, the the glacier stopped at Long Island. So Long Island, the reason why you have Long Island, that was the edge of the glacier. So what happens is the glacier is moving and it's moving rock and it deposited all that rock and that's what Long Island is. And if you go up to New York City. In like Central Park, there's there's these stones, there's rocks there, and they have gouges cut into them where, where get glacier, you know, and and I think it was glacier in New York City, in that area were, were like a mile deep, so it's gonna happen again. Uh, whether or not you know uh, how far it'll go down, and we may change our weather. That's our next, you know, uh, 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 you know, can we? Who knows? But I think it's pretty interesting. So snow, uh, uh, it, even though we, it. It seems like it's getting warmer. I mean, New Jersey here, we, we've been in the you know, 50s and 60s. So I think the, the, cl- the sh- climate's shifting, at least, where now it's, it's, it's colder in fall and it's warmer by, like, the time spring's Yeah, your right? theory is that winter is just changing places in the calendar. Yeah, like, spring is more winter right, now. Right. Like, March is pretty L- cold. Listen, you know, you, you guys, everybody focuses on climate change, which I think is good. But you know what? I could tell you from my pers- perspective— you know, is is like is everything else getting he- healthy? I mean, there's hardly any fish around around here anymore. I mean, things oh, are that's changing. The biggest problem is you know like you, the you got pollution of the ocean. I mean, you, you the, got plastics. Yeah. You got you got pollution. You got you know and um, you know chemicals. You know you got uh, every you know food is all processed. It goes on and on and on. So I don't know. You know, if you look at if you are a scientist and you look at how a petri dish works, you know, you put a a, a, a bunch of bacteria. You know, it goes up population. It starts producing toxins, you know, waste, and then it starts going down. It it, it basically so kills we're, itself. So we're the petri dish. Well, we're you know, we, you know, our technology. We everybody believes our technology is going to save us uh, from ourselves, uh, and and it may, you know. I mean, but but right now, you know, I I, I, I can't tell you. I don't know where it's going to go. The Earth is going to do what it wants to do, and but we talk about these movies and everything. You get a a, um, a meteorite or a comet hit us, we're done. You get another bacteria, you get, a, you know, aliens. I'm waiting for the alien. I'm waiting for this big ship to come, and they're going to be like, we're here to serve you, you know, and they have the book, To Serve Man. <laughs> and it's From like... old Twilight. Yeah, it's like, it's a cookbook. <laughs> I think they're coming. I don't know. Well, no, I think they're here. 
I don't know. We I are them. They I are us. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's go. So um, let's talk about this other thing because it's in the news and I want to talk about it a little bit because it's something up my wheelhouse and um, it's this uh, terrible tragedy. It's interesting because, I mean, it's this football player who, who basically dropped dead. I mean, it's a Southern death syndrome. That's what they call it. And uh, a lot of people. What is southern sudden death syndrome? Well, you, so, who were you just? I thought that was when babies die in their. No, crib. that's that's southern infant. That's yeah. Uh, but you could. There's another terminology you use. Southern death. You, you, but you it's could, not sudden death if you got a helmet right to the heart. No, doesn't. No, 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 no. The theory no, no. was like the reason no. catchers need need a, a no, no, chest no, guard. No. A lot of people get hit. Here's the thing. You die. Well, how about let's, let's let me let me make let's the, talk let, about let's but explain do, what happened for anyone who doesn't know what happened. Right, and we then I'll watch, explain. We I'll can explain. watch the video. So this was an NFL player. What was his name? What De- is his name? Is he still DeMar, alive? DeMar yeah, go go to the, go to the whiteboard. Go to the whiteboard. Demar Hamlin. Um, Sean, so, explain what happened. So he he's actually the tackler in the situation, and the play ends. Uh, I don't know if he's the tackling the guy with the ball, but they both get up, and as soon as he. Perks himself up, he just he Passes just goes out. limp. Yeah, right, goes it's very limp. weird looking. First of all, you don't know what caused this. It, it, a lot of kid people get hit. You can't don't say it's what it is. What happened? I'll just tell you what happened. I don't know so what. Let's, let's watch the video real quick, and then and then uh, we'll get the doctor's comment on it. You go ahead. Turn that off. Yeah, turn that off. Um, come on. There we go. All right. So, uh, you missed it. He Here we go. He makes the tackle. And then, bam, just drops. Yeah. So there's a there's a lot of a lot of people have what they'll do. You get get rid of that. You don't. I don't want to keep watching. Don't let's for, add a you know decency to the to the poor guy. Um. You have you make a terminology southern death. People who die suddenly a lot of times it's either a heart attack, the heart. It's usually they have arteriosclerosis, the heart, uh, blood supply to the heart stops. There's other things called PE, pulmonary embolism to the heart, or a stroke. Isn't, isn't pulmonary yeah. embolism your heart just like explodes? No. Well, what happens is a, a blood clot in your uh, arteries comes up, goes into your lung, uh, and uh, goes through your heart and into your lung. That's common with people that fly a lot, right? Uh, that's like common. I mean, Fifty thousand people a year die from that. It's con- there's a lot of reasons for it, but it that kills you suddenly. That's like a, you know you're walking, talking, and you're down. You're done. The stroke is another one. You blow out your brain and you're done. So what happened here, I don't know what caused whatever, but I had, I, he, what they're saying is, the reason why they're saying what they're saying, he had arrhythmia, because when they started, he had no pulse and he wasn't breathing. This is what I'm told. So they, they brought in an AED, which is very important. We had that on our beach and, and we'll talk about that in a minute because I used it on person and I will talk about that. And the AED, uh, reads your arrhythmia of your heart, the electrical uh, rhythm, and it said to shock him. So that means that he had a rhythm that was shockable, which is abnormal. Mm -hmm. If I put an uh, AED on you, okay? It shouldn't want to shock me. No, it'll say no shock necessary. That's either you have no pulse, I mean, no um, electrical input, or uh, it's, it's normal. It won't shock you. It might tell you that I'm built different. No, 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 no. So, so what happens here is whatever reason he had a arrhythmia and that arrhythmia makes the heart not pump blood and effectively. So the heart is, instead of heart pumping, pumping, it just starts wiggling. And when it wiggles, there's no blood going to the brain and your your brain can't handle that. 
for more, you know, four minutes, you're brain dead, pretty much. They, probably more longer than that, maybe 10 minutes. But there's a certain, a very small amount of time where your brain starts to deteriorate. And the brain is very much like uh, an egg. If you take an egg, like protein, you take an egg and you uh, put it on a pan and it turns like, you know, the egg turns white and uh-huh. gets like like a, a, a scrambled egg. That's it. Your brain is done. Once it goes, it goes. You can't. Coagulates, yeah. You can't yeah, put it's, it back. It's, I mean, I'm being very general. But so what happened with him, he gets the... This is what, what they're doing. So wait, I want to I want to okay, ask you get, something. Get, yeah. Um why like why is it so important that our heart beats in a specific way? Why isn't a regular heartbeat so dangerous? What it, what it, is it about that rhythm that is so important? Obviously like getting oxygen no, to no, organs in time, but No, the pu- yeah, well it's a pump. So if the the heart if the heart heart works by electricity. Uh-huh. If I take a heart out of you, Right, just take a heart. It's amazing. You take a heart out of a person, disconnect. We all have one. No, no, disconnect everything to do a heart transplant. Right, this is the amazing thing. And put that heart in another person. You don't connect up the uh, nerves and everything. You just connect the arteries. And once that heart feels blood, it starts pumping. It's an amazing thing, and it re it reinvigorates uh, itself with the electrical pulse. So there's actually. Do we know why that works? Like uh, that? I'm not or a cardiologist. Like a mystery uh, I, that you can just I, kind I, of plug I, and play. They may. I don't know. But I'm just telling you is that. The heart has an electrical uh, uh, um, uh, anatomy to it, where it is. There's an electricity, a pulse, and that pulse you could monitor it on an EKG. All right. So what that does is that makes the heart pump effectively and efficiently. So it, there's four ventricles. You know, you have two on top, two on the bottom, and they're pumping blood, you know, into the heart, into the lung, added back into the heart, and out of the heart into the body. And you can't disrupt that. It's very, it, that blood has to be going to the organs. Like your brain cannot go without blood for four minutes. And if it's even a little bit uh, decreased, you could pass out. Mm-hmm. So an arrhythmia, what, what it does is it, it stops the heart from pumping very well. And what happens is the heart starts to flutter. And you'll see it, you c- it's called atrial fib or ventricular fib. Uh, um, and um, you call it, you know, um, um, atrial fibrillation. Uh, you know, there's different ones. Atrial, the AFib, a lot of people have that, and uh, that's where they get on medicine. They'll have a stroke. So, but VFib is, I don't know, that's probably what he had. And so VFib is the ventricle, which is a big one. That starts to go like that. And what you do is you shock them with electricity. That's what an AED is, so, right? We have them on the beach. And what that does is it shuts down all the, all the uh, electricity. It's just like super, and you go flatline. And then hopefully the heart comes back and starts beating again normally. Okay, so I did that on a patient on the boardwalk. I don't know if you guys, were you guys working then? I forget. I heard about it. I think I was there. All right, so so I'll give you the exact same thing. This woman was coming off the beach. And by the way, when somebody has a sudden death, it's very, you know, the odds are a little bit better now. I hear 50-50, but most of the time, you know, it's very rare that you save one of these people. So what they did with this guy is, you know, they, they, they were quick. They did, the, they did their job, you know. So what happened is the woman came off the beach. She had clothes on. She passed out on the boardwalk. She fell down uh, or, or just, you know, collapsed like that. And I just happened to be, you know, our headquarters is maybe a block away. And we, we heard the, re, you know, the scan. So I went down there, and nobody was doing anything. They thought she was breathing, breathing, breathing but she wasn't. She there's a thing called agonal breath. She was like, <gasps> and that's just not breathing. That's something that happens. It's a, 
uh, a um, reaction. Reaction. And and I felt her. She had no pulse. Also, she was turning gray as I looked at her. So there was a whole bunch of people standing around. So I I cut her clothes off and I started CPR. And I um, I asked you know set up the uh, AED. And I actually bagged her too. Uh, I was giving her oxygen. Anyway, I shocked her three times. And um, when you shock somebody, they jump up off the ground, you know. And um, so the third time was the trick. It's, it's interesting because the paramedics came there and um, they, they put other leads on her. And, uh, she, and she had a pulse at that point. So she had an arrhythmia that was shockable. So in other words, you know, some of these people who have a heart attack, they got artery blockage. The artery shuts down. The blood doesn't go to the heart and they're dead. No matter how much CPR, how much you shock them. It's pretty bad, you know. They got no blood. This woman, this guy here, probably has good blood supply. It was something electric, you know, and it could have been from the injury. It could have been for a lot of reasons. So what they do now, I'm assuming now, what they do with my patient, what they usually do is they they get these people to the hospital. And here's the deal. What's going to, the fate with him is how long his blood supply was disrupted to his brain. So they put him in what's called a cold coma. Cold. They they reduce the body temperature way way down. They, they they you're out. You're intubated. You're you know you're unconscious, and they cool you down, real cold, and that's in, and that's a way to preserve the brain. And this and, and and hopefully now what they'll do is they pump him full of you know uh, oxygen and mm-hmm. make you know check his heart, get you know all the blood pressure, and then eventually they'll bring him back to consciousness and then we'll see we'll see if he could talk or speak Mm -hmm. and if there's any any uh long-term you know uh injury so it's he's he's i think what is you know in his favor is he's young you know and he's he's an athletic yeah and he's very healthy what caused it you know at this point it's anybody's conjecture did you know you could go on and on and on you need to do tests. You need to do all of this kind of stuff, and we may not ever know. You like, know? could it just be a freak thing where he got hit? Sure, right sure, spot, sure, right sure. Right in between a sure. heartbeat. I mean, and, and it could be. You know, hey, listen. There's people who walk around just drop dead. You know, they got. You know, uh, I got a patient not too long ago. He came in. He needed surgery. I got a pre pre a pre test on him. X ray showed his heart was enlarged. You know, he was walking time bomb. He never knew. He's a guy in his thirties. You know, I mean, it's congenital. I, uh, I, I would think I went that to the, high school with a girl that. Had dropped that in an aneurysm behind the wheel yeah. of a car. Mm. She was like 20, 21. You know what's what what's going around now is because everybody's you know with the with the vaccine shit. You know, but that's just. So do you think this is vaccine related? No. How do you know? You don't know. Listen, he got hit. You you know you at this point it could be anything. There's a whole bunch of things that could could have caused this, and we may not ever know. You can't even go down that road and you know speculate. The bottom line is is that. I'm very, very impressed, and everybody should be very happy. Those guys on the on the on the on the um, uh, what do you call it? The medical the, staff. Yeah, the medical staff. Because think about it. You know, you got a how old is the guy? Twenty something years old. Twenty four years old. Yeah. I mean, the last thing in my mind I would be thinking about is a heart attack or a heart. A, you know, even though he got hit. I mean, I think a broken neck. So you got to think about it. You're talking seconds, minutes. These guys and gals who are at that at that football player. Did the you know they they were good man they they went through their minds blah, 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 bing, and realized that this is something this was a heart uh, mm-hmm. failure that's crazy you know I mean if we see somebody on the beach I'm thinking you know young guy passed out or not breathing I'm thinking uh, uh, you know an OD you know because unfortunately on the beach you know they're partying they're going to need to pier I would think that on a young young person a guy like this obviously he's not doing drugs on you know he's playing. So I wouldn't even, that would be, I think when I went down there, I'd be looking for a broken neck. He got knocked out, you know, and then 
they were smart enough, sharp enough, that they, they went down that uh, diagnostic tree and started CPR. And they shot, and they got the AED, and they set the AED up. Now, AED, just so you know, you know you, you, what it is is you put the pads on. Mm -hmm. So you put it on, on you know, the hearts you know, down here. So you, you could put it on the back. You could put one on the front. That's you for know. a small kids. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually, you know, you put one, you know, you, but you want to try to, you know. Cross the heart. Cr cross the heart, right? And, uh, uh, you know, you're shocking. It puts, a, it puts electrical shock through there. And then they probably, you know, got an IV going and, and, and got, you know, mm -hmm. some fluids involved. And so, but that's, that's an un unbelievable thing. It's scary. But, you know, that's why everybody should train for how to use an AED. It's not hard. And you should also uh, have them around. They should be all around. Mm -hmm. And they are pretty, they are pretty much, they're in the airports, they're in hospitals, they're, you know, uh, I mean, we have four of them. We have two. In, we have in our beach patrol, Seaside Beach Patrol, we have four of them. They really are such a massive step up from just having CPR. Tell well, look, CPR look, up yeah. how, look up how effective a AED is. Or, cause I, do you think, I think it is one in, one in five, would you say, earlier? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I wonder. Well, no, what I, when my, my statistics, like 90% of people who you do CPR never make it. <coughs> Die. Does that say 30 to 40%? That's for something else. No, 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 no. It's anti-epileptic drugs. I, I'm oh. not so sure what the numbers are, Sean, but outside, if somebody, ha you know, it's now... It's dangerous if you need to get shocked, obviously, right? Like, it's not... Well, well. If, whether, here's the thing. It, not everybody's going to have a shock of arrhythmia. That's the thing. In other words, it, you know, if you have... Um, if you don't have a, a complete block, it, again, it gets complicated. I'll try to, try to give you here guys an idea here. Bystanders use an AED... In 18.8% of cases, now this is a study done by... How, how old is that? Uh, this is from February 2018. That's an Cardiac arrest survival greatly increases when bystanders use an automated external, automated external defibrillator. Or an AED. Or AED. AED. Um, survival from cardiac arrest doubled when a bystander stepped in to apply an automated external defibrillator, also known as... AED. <laughs> Before emergency responders evolved, uh, according to the American Heart Association, of the more than 350,000 out-of-hospital cardiac arrests that occur in the United States each year, more than 100,000 happen outside the home. Less than half of cardiac arrest victims get the immediate help they need. Uh, they looked at 49,500 about of these cases. Uh, cardiac arrest victims who received a shock from a publicly available AED had far greater chances of survival than mm -hmm. being discharged and being discharged from the hospital than those who did not. 66.5% versus 43%. There you go. 43% is still, still sounds pretty high for someone having a heart attack, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's not, again, not all, not all people who, who, who are, sh are, are going to be shockable. Some people don't need a shock either. You could have, it's called a STEMI. So a STEMI is where you have a, um, a specific EKG finding, and you get, you get lightheaded, you get chest pain. You know, so what's so happening like a is... a little baby heart attack? No, well, it's a heart attack. You know, when you say heart attack, that's kind of layman. <laughs> what's happening is you got, yes. you got blockage, <laughs> you have blockage of your artery to part of your heart, and your heart's not pumping effectively. So it's not, it's not necessarily going into an arrhythmia. It's a little bit arrhythmia. It's called a, a T-wave elevation. So there's, 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 there's a slight difference, but the, but the muscle is struggling. So it's, it's like a cramp, you know? Mm. It's not necessarily, a, a, you know, where you have this, uh, uh, you know, full-blown, uh, you know, uh, arrhythmia where the heart won't pump. So it gets a little complicated. 
Those people, you're not going to shock. You got to get them to the hospital and you got to get them to the cath lab and open up the artery as fast as you can. Okay. And what's really, you know, what we do with those patients, you put a little aspirin underneath their tongue. That helps very, very a lot. Uh, so that's different. It's when you get somebody where the ones we're talking about is where somebody is, they go down and they stop breathing and they're, and they're, and they're, uh, have no pulse. Those ones are tough. And, you know, I, the last time I looked, 50% of those, they're dead no matter what you do. They're just done. The heart just, you know, blows up. There's so many, and it dies. And, and the time you get to them, the heart muscle is so diseased that even if you get them, you know, bypass, it, it's too far gone. And then the other people, it's not, maybe, maybe not necessarily uh, arterial disease, but they have a, a, an arrhythmia. So there's something wrong with the heart muscle where the electric doesn't go real well. And those people do very well with shock. Now, I was lucky. The, girl, the woman I had on the beach, on the boardwalk, she, she came around. But I've had other CPRs that they died. They never, you know, I never, and we never shocked them because the machine said shocking, yeah. not, avail, uh, not necessary. This is another interesting stat. Uh, without a bystander using AED shock therapy, 70% of cardiac arrest patients either died or survived with impaired brain function compared to victims receiving an AED shock from a bystander. Uh, they, ins they had near normal function and better outcomes. Right. Now here's the thing. What you want to do is you want to combine good CPR, which is good chest compressions and the AED. Okay. Because, you know, you, if you just throw the, I mean, the AED is, you got to get that thing in there, but you want to continue the blood flow with cardiac compressions and, uh, that makes a big difference. And also, I, I, they don't tell you about oxygenating the patient, you know, using an AMBO bag, you know, putting, but I do that if we have to do it on the beach because, you know, a lot of times it's water-related. But you got to do good CPR. If you can't, though, what's, what, you know, if you ask me what's, what's, what, what's the, uh, what would be better, well, an AED, you know. If you can't do the CPR, you're old and your hands are all banged up, at least get the AED on there and try to shock them. I think DeMar Hamlin was on the ground for <coughs> 15 minutes uh, in the stadium before they moved him. I right, thought so, so I I they were doing CPR yeah, the whole time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He, they were shocking him. Here's, I tell you how it goes with the shock. I, I wasn't watching it, but you do about two minutes intervals, yeah. and then the machine prompts you to shock again or test. So you're, you're, so you're doing CPR. You do cycles for about two minutes, and then you stop. The machine checks it and then you shock again then you go to cpr so now, two four six and I, I you know the ones that i've had uh, um again they're all different but the, the i've had three four maybe five outside and uh you know uh this one the last one i had it was three shocks and that did it and she she um, started to, she started to you know um have a pulse how long can you keep someone alive technically like in theory with cpr if you just keep the blood pumping and keep getting, like, keep giving rescue breaths. Well, you you can do for a long, I mean, you could keep them like going, but. they could but, be brain dead, but, like, you can keep well, pumping Well, I mean, if the heart, if the, listen, you, you, you get tired after a while, and, you know, there's external, there's, in, there's actually external heart, you know, pumps, but after a while, if the heart doesn't st start back up again, you're done. You know, you let the person go. You're not yeah, going to keep you, going. But like, are you keeping the brain alive until you're done with CPR? If you're getting enough blood CPR, flow. If you're, yeah. not get, if, you're not, if you're getting enough blood flow, but eventually, you know, it, it, it becomes difficult. They, I tell you, I'll give you the other aspect. Before, 
When I started practicing, they used to have these coma units. In Tom's River, New Jersey, they had some big ones. So what happened is you get in a car accident, right? You hit the dash of the car. You didn't have a safety belt on. You hit your head. Your brain swells, and it pushes your spinal column into your, into, you know, down, mm. and you stop breathing, okay? Yeah. Now, this is not a heart attack. Listen to me. This is, this is where you got your young kid or young guy, whatever, and you have a, a car accident. You stop breathing. Your, your heart's still pumping but your oxygen level goes really, really low, really low, really low. And what happens, and it may even go, you know, start the arrhythmia, but the time they get you and um, they uh, start, they intubate you and, and they get the, the swelling down and, and, and they're breathing for you, you've got brain damage. But you could still function on your own or most of the time you needed to have be on a ventilator. You couldn't breathe on your own. You know, so there's so much damage to your brain. Mm -hmm. You're brain dead. Basically, you're a vegetable. You sit there. You can't acknowledge anybody. But they could keep you going with the, with the uh, tube. And I I've used to take care of patients like that. They would last for years and years and years. What's changed it was so you would have people in these centers all around the country. And New Jersey had some big ones. These were young people who you know uh, were brain dead, but they were on the ventilator. And there was a case. It was called Mary Ann Quinlan. That was the big case. And her parents or guardian or husband or whatever wanted her to, to, to not be like this. So what, what they did is they fought for them not to feed her. So she would basically starve to death. Now, you know, the, the theory is that she wouldn't know anyway. They could give her pain meds. And they finally fought, and it took her like, you know, I don't know, six months to die. It was like a ridiculous long time, but, but I think she finally passed away. They didn't feed her for six months? I don't know. I, I'm, again, I'm embellish, I, I might be embellishing the story, but, but they did take her off. She didn't die like, you know, uh, quickly, you know. But, but the point is, is that, now we don't do that anymore. So what happens is if I you come to... I wonder if it took her so long to die because... I, don't hold me on. I'm, I'm no, going no, by I, memory, I'm, but... A month, three months, whatever. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Because in chess tournaments, chess players lose weight when they during the days of the tournaments, which the world, I think World Chess League is still going on right now. But uh, do, you, do you think the brain function like demands that many calories and her being in that state... I don't know. You could waste away. Here's the deal. If you, you're, you, you know, you need water, you could last about three, four days without water and you're dead. Maybe a little bit longer, you know, may, maybe a week. I don't think so. Food, you could probably go, everybody's different, you know, two weeks, three weeks, a month, two yeah. months. I don't know. You'll, you'll be so, emaciated. So it sounds like they were giving her water. But right. do you think with the, right. like with her state, not Yeah, it really might've taken longer because she, no cannib needs. you cannibalize your own body. Yeah. But getting back to what happens now, you're asking me how long. What what what, what the people do now is they'll do CPR. If, if if you if they can't get you your heart back to go and it's flatlined for a certain amount of time, they call the code and they just let you go. Now you know uh, uh, because you know if you don't have a heart, what are you going to do? You're going to put a transplant. And if the heart's that bad, you know, and there's no other way. What you know what there's no way we can't do a heart transplant, and it, you can't. If manual CPR, eventually, it, you're going to lose. Your brain is going to get less and less oxygen. So you could do it for 20 hours. When eventually, do, the brain is dead. When you do a heart transplant, how long is the person without a beating heart? Uh, good question. Do they put that? No, they do, do they a bypass. They don't need it. Yeah, they put them on a machine. They okay. put them on a bypass machine. Okay. Uh, but what's interesting about that is 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 that they don't connect the nerves or anything. I mean, you know, they basically. That's weird. The That's heart, weird. if you take a heart and put blood in it, it'll start pumping. <laughs> I'm not a cardiologist or a heart transplant, well, you're, you're, but... Does your heart have, like, pain? Yeah, 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 like yeah, your heart yeah, can yeah. feel pain? So what I, what I, I, like, your internal organs 
What's uh, that? Do your internal or, do your internal organs like they, yeah, the, feel pain? Oh yeah, when you get tumors and stuff, you yeah. Your, yeah, your yeah, stomach yeah. is considered your second brain. How many nerves are in there? Yeah. Good mm. point. Anyway, let's get back. So this football player. That's a dumb question. I feel pain in my stomach. No, right no. So the football. I have my IBS yeah. kicks in, and I'm just. Like <laughs> so th- this football player right now, I haven't looked at the news, but basically, he's probably in a cold, what they call a cold coma. They got him cooled down. There's a lot of studies to show. Once you pull it up, you put, look for cold coma. There's a lot of studies to show that that uh, increases your risk of oh, yeah. uh, risk cold coma. I don't know. So say uh, you know post. Uh, I don't know if it's Cashmark cold plunges are all the rage right now with the uh, the biohacking yeah. community. See if you put in cold coma. Yeah, what's that? Uh, so cold are coma. I, are you into cold plunges? No. Have you thought about it? Cooling the brain mean here. So going into the cold, therapeutic cooling saves lives. So that's what they do. And uh, uh, and uh, I tell you, it, it makes a big difference. So when I had this patient, she went to community hospital. Of course, they had her in the uh, ambulance. They got her there. They put. They called the code, cold code. They freezed her up, right? And they put her in intensive care unit. And um, I think about two days later, Maybe three days later, checking her brain, looked like she was good, and they, they started bringing her around. And the first thing, her husband was there, and there was a funny. She said something funny. They have like a little joke between them. They were married. They were high school sweet, you know, sweethearts. And uh, you know, she said something anecdotally funny, and uh, it, everybody just broke down. I tell you what, I was really surprised because, you know, I will tell you how rare it is for this to happen. Really, I mean, everybody had a, everything had a fire. Every cylinder had a fire. I had to be on top of it. The ambulance had to be on top of it. The ER had to be on top of it. The intensive care had to be on top of it, right? So after it was done, I got phone calls from, I don't know how many doctors going, catch more, you did, you did. That's unbelievable. If you never do anything else in your life. No, but, but the point is, this guy here is, is if he makes it, you know. What's you, more impressive, that or the CPR on the boardwalk? Uh, you know, they're both the same. <laughs> well, but, you know, here's the thing. It's, it's, it takes a... There's a lot of people right now working to save this guy's life, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, I, I hope yeah, he makes it. Tragedy so young, you know. But, um, you know, what caused it, who knows? You know, they may never know. There's a lot of, there's a thing called differential diagnosis. I could give you 10 things that could have caused this. I'm not a cardiologist. I hear them. But there's, you know, let the experts figure it out. And it does, it, at this point, it doesn't matter. What matters is, will this, you know, can we save this guy's life? And uh, hopefully we can, you know. So actually, an hour ago, what'd they say? Uh, his uncle spoke out saying he has a little lung damage, but he's now breathing using only 50% of the ventilator he needed 100% yesterday. That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. So lung That's damage could have been from the hit or from what do you call it? From um, you well, know, he, them doing CPR. Yeah. Who knows? You know, it, it, it's, I mean, I break, you know, I've broken ribs, you know, people's ribs. I tell you what, you do CPR, man. You're, you know, you're doing, you know. He's flipped over on his stomach in the hospital to help with the blood on his lungs. Yeah, they must have, uh, maybe it was the tackle too. Yeah. This is, this is going to. You know what it is? They'll know. Listen, they're going to come out. They're going to do all kinds of tests and they'll, they'll have an idea you know, whether or not the, it was a bruise to the heart, you know, what, what happened? You know, you see a lot of these, I know these young kids get hit with football, um, baseballs, and they get killed, you know, and they get hit in a, in a chest, and, uh, you know, they're, but you're young, so you see that. So, again. Here you go. They say they sedated him to give him a better chance for him to just continue to heal better. So that's got to be something similar to what you were talking about. 
Uh, yeah, I would, I would, uh, you know, again, I don't know his situation, but I know my patients, they, they do a cold, uh, put in there, say cold uh, coma, you know, cold after a heart attack, called a cold coma, a cold, and they call the code. Here, induced, here it is, you just missed it here. How long, uh, uh, hypothermia, coma, and cardiac arrest, right there. Therapeutic, so here, here. So therapeutic hypothermia uh, uh, after cardiac arrest. Thermonemia. So basically, you freeze the patient down to look. So here's it, uh, it's lower to around uh, 89 to 93 Fahrenheit. You're, you're usually temperature is 96, and usually lasts for 24 hours. See, so it says uh, the heart has electrical. So anyway, it, it, it's 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 uh, it's it's used. You know, there's also other things. They give insulin and all kinds of stuff, but. My, I, again, that's not my uh, cup of tea or my mm. foray, but I, I would I, I would hope that um, you know that's what. But I think people should. This is a good thing for people to go out and get c- CPR certified, and specifically learn how to use a AED. They're brain dead easy to use. I mean, you open them up, they tell you where to put the pads. You it know, it literally tells you everything you need to yeah, do. Yeah, Start you know, CPR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You know. And we and we and uh, it's it's and you and here's you know the other thing I want to make this point because I thought about this today. Here, let's just say you come up to somebody, and there's some people around and going, "Oh, he's breathing, he's got a pulse," you know, and you're like, "Okay, well, let me check," you know, and you're not sure. No, or, or people are walking, you know, you're not sure, right? They're not coming around. You can't get them. You can't see any breathing. You can't feel a pulse, but you're not sure. You know, if you feel it and they're breathing, okay. You know, but let's just say you can't, but you know, oh, I don't know, maybe, you know, start CPR. Start CPR and, and get an AED. If, if the AED comes, first of all, if they're okay and you start CPR, they're eventually going to wake up and punch you, you know, what which is a good thing. What if you break their ribs and they so sue So what? You? Well, they're not going to sue you. You know, you, you did, listen, I'll take that. But you get the AED and you put it on and if it says no shock, okay, you know, now you got some time to buy. Maybe they don't, maybe they're okay. They're going to come around. You'll see their color and they'll start to turn gray. People, you'll see them when somebody's dying. The other thing you have to be really careful, and this is for all lifeguards out there and for us, when we go down on the beach and we see somebody who, who didn't drown in the water, who's laying on the beach and they, and they tend to be young and they're not breathing and they're, um, uh, you know, no pulse, you got to start thinking overdose. And you got, and, and, and again, you know, with this fentanyl, I'm concerned for us that we start CPR. If they, if they just did a hit of cocaine with tinted with fentanyl and we go to do CPR or I'm sniffing around or no, you know, well, that's why they have the, the masks now. Well, I'm just telling you in the, in the, in the heat of the moment, <laughs> yeah, Sean, that, I mean, that, that we, no, but we, the, the Ambu masks are literally for that right, reason. Right. But you're going to go there. Think about this. I know that, but when you go with the patients laying on the ground, you go there you know, I, I, I've been researching this, how close do you have to be to it and can it spread to you? You know, it's one thing if they inject, but you're just going to look around. You're looking at, you're close to their nose. You're trying to listen to them breathe. You're feeling they're, they're here. If they have cocaine-laced fentanyl or fentanyl, yeah, cocaine-laced fentanyl, la- fentanyl cocaine. Yes. Uh, you know, can you, are you at risk to, you know, and the reason why I say this, are you at risk to uh, have an OD yourself is because there was a case, and I did not research it as much as I could. I was trying to find information. There was um, West Point cadets down in spring break last year, and they all got cocaine. They didn't realize it was tainted, supposedly. Um, this is allegedly now. And they and they had o- an overdose, and the one kid who wasn't doing drugs was doing CPR, and he passed out. He, he OD'd. 
Now, he didn't die, so I don't know. We all have to be careful about that now. It's, it's kind of crazy. I don't think you're going to have sudden death on the beach where, you know, uh, it's secondary to, you know, like a, a cardiac thing. But you never know, too. Like now, there's a lot of uh, um, children. There's studies coming out that says there's myocarditis, you know, that happens. So we're concerned about that. That's you know, what I thought the vaccine did. Yeah, I don't, I, I, my point is from, like, I worry about now people who either had the vaccine or had corona, are they, we're, we're trying to figure out in the medical community, are they more high risk for blood clots? Or are, they, are they more high risk for cardiac issues? We don't know. We have no idea. There's tons of people doing research trying to figure it out. So, you know, and I, I, I you know, I just don't know. And I'm, I'm very perplexed by it, and I, but I, we're all thinking about it and we're, we're concerned. Because it changes the whole playing field right now. I can tell you right now, there's, you know, that we, there's a lot of doctors who, if you have a blood clot or you had corona, we test for blood clots now, you know, especially if you have any lung issues. I just had a patient, uh, let me see, I just sent him to the hospital. Uh, what was their issue? Um, oh, they had uh, heaviness in their chests, right? And a uh, big-time athlete, a friend of mine, I sent him to the ER. And I talked to the ER doc, and, he, and, I, and I said, you know, I just, just, you know, I wanted to check his cardiac enzymes. I wanted to make sure he wasn't having you know, a cardiac issue. And I said, do you guys do D-dimers, you know, check for blood clots? And he said, yeah. He says, we see it, you know, now that's one of our protocols. So if anybody comes in who has chest pain and they may not necessarily be, you know, a, a that age group, they're going to they're gonna do the, the, you know, do the test for that. So it's, 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 it's changed. Anyway, I just thought uh, we, our prayers go out to him. Hopefully he'll do fine and um, we'll see. But, you know, I don't know, I don't know what, what else to tell you about it? What, what did you guys hear? Like, what you... We, everything we uh, talked about on the show. But yeah, <laughs> that's it. All right. Can I see a video of a duck body surfing? Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Hey. Then can, yeah. A duck body surfing? And on, and on a light note. Yeah, on a light note. So let's go, let's go something. So where is this? Australia? Aust Australian duck that likes body surfing. Australia. <laughs> that's a funny country. I, I, you got to, you know... You There's a little guy. Become really quite famous. I don't know if we can use it. Yeah. That's their summer down here yeah, right so now. Yeah, so look, he even paddles himself into the wave. That's pretty cool, how he paddles himself into the wave. Wow. He <laughs> likes to ride waves. <laughs> I wonder, yeah, I wonder if he does it on the board, because there's so many pictures of him on the surfboard. Probably not. He's, yeah. He's like me, man, just a pair of fins, and he's good to go. That's pretty That's wild. That's my vibe. You know me. I don't really get on the board that often. Look how, clean, how, look how, look how nice that water looks. Yeah, where do you think this is, Catch? Said Australia, the Gold Coast. So that's your your the Gold Coast is. Um, uh, I think that's that'd be like uh, your Bondi. I don't know what part of Australia. That's a beautiful. They say it's beautiful. Look at this dog surfing here. There's another one. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how much time we got here? We'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. Sean yeah, let's wrap it up. up like let's see. Let's watch this. So, yeah, people on uh, Spotify, you guys got to go to our YouTube channel and watch these things. This show, we, we you know, it's amazing. Watching these dogs surf now, it's pretty wild. It really is. There's a, a competition. Wow, that's crazy. There's oh actually dog lifeguards. I, I, I um, it's, it's amazing. Look at this. Oh, you know what they are? They're, uh, they're paddle boards, right? Those things mm -hmm. are paddle boards. They're, they're great. Tell you, paddle boards for a lot of people, that's a, it's not a bad thing to surf with. They're so, not big waves, but like little tiny waves. If they're so stable, I mean, you could just lay oh, down on that. That's why it's so good for dogs. <laughs> <You see> that <laughs> little shit yeah. dog. That's great. 
Look at that. Yo, these dogs shred, honestly. That's oh boy, look at that. That pick up the poop. Oh. I used to have a Labrador. He'd go swim with me. Now, you know, on our beach in Seaside Heights, we would put out buoys uh, for the whole summer in a string for the light. You made it to the buoy with the dog? Uh, no, we would, we would, I would, here's the thing. I would put the buoys out. There were small, you know, there were like little plastic uh, buoys with rope attached to a brick. And we would put them out for the uh, mile swim. And we'd hook bigger ones on to them. And we'd take the bigger ones in, but we'd leave those out there. Just let them, you know, they would, they would cheap. And my, I used to have a Labrador, and I'd swim out to him as a workout. I'd swim out to him and come back, and he'd follow me. And then I would just be done, and I did that so many years with him. And then he would start just on his own. He started swimming out to him and trying to bring it in. And he would chew the rope. He'd stay out there until he'd chew it and then bring it in. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. And, he, and what it is, though, with him, he would watch the waves and before he jumped in, and so he didn't get you know hit. And, but the funny thing is when he's coming in, He'd look behind them so he don't get, you know, douched. A couple of times he got, you know, hammered and his paws would be, you know, up in the air. He didn't like that. So he would start to slow down, look behind him, and try to time the waves to come in. Yeah, he loved Smart it. Dog. Oh, he lo- they, you know, he loved the ocean, man. I used to have him, you know. But it, the, the, he used to swim out in me. So I would do the buoys. He'd swim out there and he'd come back. And, uh, you know, we'd turn around. And that was in September because we worked all September. And I'd swim a lot with the dog, so... You know, I had my truck on the beach and everything. Those days are, you know. Back in the day. Back in the day. And we'd fish. We'd get a little, the little stripers, the little um, uh, uh, tiny, you know, and we'd put a grill up and cook them up. Anyway, uh, well, I think that's it. Um, I, I worked all day today on the, yeah. on the you know, I'm a little tired. Uh, anything else, Sean, you want to you chip in, talk Everybody about? like, subscribe, turn on notifications. Uh what about the YouTube video? Can we just let tell people oh, yeah, about guys, that? We have, a, we have a sick video out on YouTube. It's about uh, Doug Priest, a lifeguard, an artist, a very genuine human being. Everyone should give it a listen or watch. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, again, watch us on YouTube, Rumble. Uh, we're on Facebook. Please go to YouTube and uh, like us, subscribe to us. You can give us a comment over here. It's uh, drkatchmar at iCloud.com. So it's drkatchmar at iCloud.com. You can, you can come to our uh, Jersey Shore Front Leg Center uh, for our, um, our webpage. Get those webpage. corns taken care of. Uh, well, if you want to give us, but send us an email. And then also. Catchmar uh, will scrape your bunions. Yeah, at uh, Lifeguard Association, LG Association. Uh, anything, anywhere else you want to send them, guys? Uh, lifeguardsoffduty at gmail.com. You can email us there, too. Any inquiries, if you want to be a guest, right. reach out. Let us know. We'll send you All some right. stickers. We got right. some stickers to send out this week. Okay, good. Um, share the pod. Pass the pod. We love you guys. Two legends listening to us live right now. Um, have a great week. See you guys next week. All right, take care. Bye-bye.